Welcome to Besties for the Resties. I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. Join us each week as we gab about faith, friendship, and everything in between. Our goal is to make you laugh and leave you inspired. So stick around and let the laughs begin. Welcome back to Besties for the Resties, episode 27. (laughs) We are back again, ladies and you few gents. Our our men numbers are dwindling fast. And I'm proud of it, though, because that means we're growing. Yeah. So I feel like it's probably the way it should be in a way. Oh, know? 1,000%. Like, 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 this is not that we are We're thankful for your support, yeah. but also, we have talked about things that I'm like. Thank you. Doing a down whenever you're like, it's candy, she's single and ready to mingle. That is not what killed it. Whatever. What is with downing yourself? I don't care for that. I'm just kidding. You are a delight. Wait, I know it's mostly our husband's. What do you call it? Our married friend's husband. So I really shouldn't say that. Although, I want to just be a little salty. My husband doesn't listen to us. I'm like, okay. (laughs) There are 48 people that think we're super funny. So, (laughs) physical proof. At least 48 people. (laughs) In your face. (laughs) It's like we talk about delightful things. So, I don't know what's up. But this is not at all his cup of tea. For sure, no. It's fine. Uh, He listens to us ramble anyway yeah I don't so think true he wants to like have like you know 26 27 episodes of us yeah. just rambling you know? that's what he's like every day is podcast with you <laughs> he's like yeah. i'm just like free flow listening to your thoughts all the time he's yeah. like that's my life <laughs> so i want to give a little word of warning on this we are going to be talking about baddies of the bible so um basically we would suggest that if your child is i would say under 13 maybe get this a, even some people like this it might even be a little bit much for 13 year olds you never know because i feel like the bible like it really is rated r at some moments like they're stating facts it's things that happen like this is historical things but they were kind of naughty like things serious stuff yeah, yeah it's like not light topics no. so i would definitely suggest listening to this all the way through and deciding if you would want a kid to listen to this so i mean it is biblical but it just gets yeah. a little but i mean i get it like i don't i mean a little raunchy, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but like, I really think about that. Hostile. I know, for real. <laughs> it's raunchy, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> the story of Samson and Delilah could really bring you down. Yeah. But can we just talk about the fact that that is a literal Bible story that we teach to children about how a woman seduced a man into Dude, cutting I his hair? Ju- I had to teach my toddlers, or toddlers, they're like four and five, about Samson and Delilah. How do you teach that? Like, I feel like that's like a preteen class when you're heading into like kids can navigate that a little. Yeah, like, like sexual like, sin. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, we were like I five and learning about yeah. this. I mean, I took it in a different direction. I just said, whenever he like broke the tap, broke the you know the towers, just whatever. went straight to him being enslaved. yeah for real. Didn't I, talk I mean, about how he got there. Yeah, I just, I mean, how do you though? Like, talk about like you know, killing a donkey, you know, or whatever. A donkey killed a lion with a do- with a donkey jawbone. Yeah. And so, well, I need to freshen up, clearly. But, uh... Your kids are learning lots of people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're learning a lot of stuff. Uh, But anyway, I just, that, I mean, literally, I was like, how in the world do you teach that? Like... But also, even that story, like, he killed a thousand people with a jawbone. Like, all of these stories. Sometimes I really, like, as a Sunday switcher, I'd be like, man, this is gonna be interesting. You know what I mean? Like... All these How stories. How are we going to bob and weave this kind of stuff? Like, I really do think, like, Sunday school, like, when you think about it, like, pitching the idea of Sunday school, like, we're going to talk about Noah's Ark, you know, when God destroyed the entire world for the because terrible sin. Because he was disgusted sins. with us. <laughs> he hated us so much, he's like, you're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, he was like sad he even created us like that. Like think about that. <laughs> he's gonna redo, but he saved most of the animals, you guys. Yeah, which he saved his seven favorites. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. Bye. If that's not a case for God as an animal lover, I don't know what is. And I don't even really like animals, so that tells okay, you a lot. Who are you right now? Um, oh, but you don't even like animals. I no, I'm saying like you said that God was like an animal lover. Which, I mean, obviously it was because he created them. But I'm just like... I know, but it's like you don't really ever think like, would God be a dog person or a cat person? We're getting very off subject. I feel like he's an every animal person. Yeah, it's so true. He created mm-hmm. them all. He'd appreciate all of them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was so yeah, funny. Yeah, that was like... I, it's just always what we do. Anyway, so that's your warning. <laughs> it's getting a little... We're getting a little naughty up in here today. And we're just going to start it off with a ba-ba-bang talking about Gomer. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gom, gom, gom. <laughs> gom, gom. I don't okay. know. <laughs> you took that from bad to worse. Like, I don't think I could make it. Okay, I'm sorry. That was harsh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. And then you went go-go I, or gom, gom. Gom, gom. Okay, gom, gom is better. I was letting you have it with go-go. <laughs> so, our first, our first person that we're going to talk about is Gomer. We're actually going to talk about five Ladies, because last time we realized we did 10 and that was like biting off more than we could chew. It turned into a two-parter. Mm-hmm. That was a whole mess. That was like actually when we were like finally kind of figuring out how to do it well. So that was actually our first one was so weak. But basically, <clears throat> we are going to so be stressed. <laughs> oh my gosh. You were. You were so stressed I was so out about stressed. it. I don't know why I thought I was going between like Bible scholars like. <laughs> like <laughs> just talking about it. And like we want to go ahead and say it from the beginning. We're kind of just basing off, this is like the general knowledge that we have. We are going to reference where these are found, but if we get anything wrong, just know up front, we're letting you know, like, we are not, although we are (laughs) graduates of Bible college, don't think we're Bible scholars, people. I don't know. I really do love these, but this is, we're just kind of shooting from the hip with this one. We're like, we just, we wanted to do, I really have wanted to do an episode on Bad Girls of the Bible, just because I think it would be fun to kind of discuss, like... We always talk about the heroes, but we rarely talk about the villains. villains yeah. And the villains are fun to talk about. I mean, they got some they, interesting they backstories. They got some serious tea. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for real. The Bible is full of tea. It really like, is. Could you imagine seeing this go on in oh, real time? Atlanta. Hand me a Coke and popcorn. <laughs> for real, though. Ridiculous. It's like the Facebook comment section. <laughs> I'm uh, here for the comments. <laughs> for real. It's like people talk about getting off. It's like, but have you ever seen someone get in a fight on Facebook? <laughs> it is literally <laughs> These the novels best. people put on? Yeah, that's magical. It really is. That's terrible. I know. I'm sorry. Well, we just said that we like snoop people's comments. Just kidding. We don't. No, I do. I'm not going to. I'm not going to hide that. I'm mostly on there <laughs> to see what y'all are fighting about. <laughs> I'm not. I do do that. <laughs> We all do it. There are two types of people in the world. People Keep that watch going. Facebook fights and liars. I'm yeah. sorry. It's just, it's good stuff. Keep the beautiful thing going. So, back on topic again. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. I'm the one probably doing it. God knows I'm scatterbrained. So, we're going to talk about Gomer first. And I think kind of we wanted to preface, like, we want to do, like, not all of these are, like, we're going to kind of talk about these. Like, are, are some of these as bad as we think they are? Not mm-hmm. all of them. But others, it's or like... could we possibly... I don't want to... Like, could we see ourselves doing that? Like, I don't know. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. Like, I mean, just uh Oh, putting ourselves in their shoes. Yeah, like, would we do what they have done? Yeah. Probably not at the extent, but we're still human, and I don't know, I'm just... I mean, nag a man to get a haircut? Yes, I have done that before, so I guess I could be like Delilah. <laughs> 
nagged my husband until he shaved off his Mario mustache. <laughs> the world thanks you for that. <laughs> he did look like Mario, y'all. It was he like, looked like any oh variety God. of like, like horrible Luigi. mustache examples you can think of. He just looked like such like an... Like a Mexican dad, you know what I'm he saying? Really did. Like, like an, I was like, like, I don't know, just like coming in late. I don't know, like. So, we're just gonna kind of talk about these ladies and just discuss. I mean, a, a lot of this list is like actually bad, bad people. Yes, but some of them I do think you could see yourself in them, or we can kind of even maybe have a little bit of compassion for them because I feel like some of these just get a bad rap. Yeah, like definitely compassion, I think, or like. Okay, I know I say it again, but like not necessarily doing what they've done, but have like, we done something? But similar? have we have we done something similar? Yeah, for real. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so again, Gomer. I've said her yeah. name eighteen <laughs> times. <laughs> it's weird. I remember when I found out her name was Gomer because, like, when I think Gomer, like my fifty-five the tube watching brain immediately goes to Gomer Pyle. <laughs> Literally me. Literally me. Sergeant Carter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that was all we had. First of all, I wish 55 the Tube would come back. That was just like good, clean shows that were really funny. They really were. Then my kid could grow up like fangirling over the monkeys, which I feel like is as it should be. So that's like always what I thought of. So it was like Gomer. I remember the first time I actually heard the name Gomer was at a benefit concert. Like it was like a Christian benefit concert. And Third Day was talking about them. The lead singer of Third Day was talking. He was like, we're all Gomer. And I'm like, we're all Gomer? And I'm like, like, Gomer Pyle? Like, what is this man discussing? And then he starts talking about Hosea. That was the very first time I ever talked about that. Or I'd heard about that. And so I can remember being like, man, that's crazy. First of all, that a human would name their daughter Gomer. <laughs> and that she she kept it. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. went by that. For real. Like, she just owned it. You know? And <laughs> like she could change it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Women had very few options in those days. <laughs> just had to roll with it. But I mean, like, Mama didn't try a little harder with that one. Like, no. I just... Some of these names in the Bible, I'm like, that really, like, that really was y'all's choice. Y'all really did that to that child. Yeah. But anyway, so obviously Hosea, if you've read the book of Hosea, it is a biblical allegory. And it is where God literally tells the prophet Hosea... To take a, he says, a wife of a wife of whoredom, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you can find the first mention of her in Hosea 1, verses 2 and 3. That's the first time you hear the name Gomer. And you realize that he is going to actually marry, like, a harlot. Now, there is some, like, debate, like, was she actually a prostitute? Was she just kind of a skankalank, just going about being bad? Like, so you don't really know how far it actually goes. Mm-hmm. But you do know that he brought her back. Like, he, multiple times he brought her back. So... It's a really powerful, like, a love story. It really shows God's love for us because he's saying, like, and also God's hurt at us. I really feel like this is when God is, like, so angry at his people. Like, he's talking about Israel, and he's like, I I want you to marry, like, a a, a whore of a wife because that is what Israel is doing to me. He was trying to give them a visceral picture of what they've done to him. And you think, like, Oh, like, my sin isn't that big. It doesn't really matter. But it's like, to God, it is literally like you're prostituting yourself. Like, it is Mm -hmm. disgusting to him. But what's so amazing is there is so much judgment and, like, harsh words that he says about, like, what he's going to do. Like, you're not my people. I'm not going to love you. I'm going to punish you. I'm going to let this thing, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to let disaster overtake you. And then it's like, at the same time, then he, he will turn around and talk about, like, you can run from me, but I'm going to walk towards you with grace. Like, I'm paraphrasing that. But there are so many beautiful scriptures in the book of Hosea 
where God just goes on and on in his anger for us. But then at the very end, he turns around and is like, but I love you so much and I'm never going to stop trying to reach you. And it is such an awesome, it's just such an awesome portrait of God's love, like of his hurt Mm -hmm. and his love. For real. You really see like God can be jealous of us. Like, I think we talk about that a lot, Mm -hmm. but God really does get jealous of us and is hurt by us. Like, and I think... We can think like, oh, like what I'm doing doesn't really matter for God. But it does hurt God when we sin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a very, very powerful, powerful message by Brother Joel McCoy. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and he was talking about, like, I mean, the most beautiful, like, though, I mean, I've heard, you've, like, you've, you've heard of, like, like, the story of Hosea and Gomer. But, like, to actually hear, like, him preach it, it I mean, I've never heard it like, like this before. And he was saying how, like, Gomer, you know, we obviously know the story. And he was like, but when, like, when did Gomer, I mean, because Gomer, like, the way he described it was Gomer, like, you know, she was an outcast. Like, she wasn't allowed at the parties. Like, she wasn't at parties. Wasn't allowed at, like, people's homes or, like, stuff like that. She wasn't allowed to talk to people. And then when she was the wife of Hosea, everybody was like, oh, my God, Gomer, come here. Like, so she was, like, a part of, I mean, I'm obviously paraphrasing, obviously not. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But anyway, so he, like, so she was, like, okay, like, so she got to, you know, be that, and then got to do this and do that, and then, and then he brought out how, like, when did, like, Gomer wake up and, like, realize that this wasn't enough anymore? Like, 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 when did she take for granted, like... Because, I mean, like, she's like, you know, I'm sure in the beginning, she's like, oh, my God, I get to sleep next to this man. Like, I'm so undeserving, but, like, I'm so thankful. And and go, like, check on her kids. Like, oh, I'm so thankful. Or, you know, or go check on, you know, like, the house that she gets to live in that she didn't have, really. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, that's not enough anymore. Like, it's like, and it was just, it just blew my mind. Because it was like, how, like, we do that all the time. Like, yeah, we take God for granted so many times. Like, oh God, you've done this for me. Oh my God, thank you. And then it's like, but I'm. This is getting old now. Like, you know, you, like, like you get sick of it. You know, make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. It does. Yeah. I think it's like interesting to think about, like, because Gomer didn't act. Like, I feel like you don't have. You didn't. You definitely didn't have any agency or choice back then. Like, you had no, no choice. Like. Her dad just married her off to this man. What kind of life could Gomer have had if her dad literally was prostituting her? Like, so mm-hmm. she obviously did not have a good life. Mm-hmm. And then she gets sold to this man. And he basically, like, I don't know if he told her. I'm assuming he told her. But he's like, yeah, God told me to marry you. Like, a part of me thinks, like, maybe she was super grateful. And it probably was. But another part of me thinks, like, was she so low and hurt in her own self-opinion that... She couldn't even accept that love. Because it says he had to go back and get her. So, a part of me is like, Several. maybe, yeah, like a like a bunch. Like, he bought her out of, bought her out of slavery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe in the beginning, she couldn't accept it because it was like, it didn't seem real. And like, a part of me think, like, you know, like that message, like, that is an awesome picture of it. But it's like, I wonder, did they really accept her? Yeah. Because like, you think about how people were like, I really doubt anybody accepted it like they probably thought it was awkward and strange so it's like she probably felt like i have no choice in this like you don't really love me like i do think he sincerely loved her but she probably was so like if you'd only been used by men and only had been given the worst how hard would it be to accept that love and that's the thing that always breaks my heart about this is you don't really know if she ever truly like 
realized what she had and stopped doing that? Like, do you think she ever broke that cycle and realized, okay, this man does really love me, you know? I hope she did. Do you think she did? I I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really say in the, you know, about her. But like, we don't have a clear-cut we don't answer. Have a, you know, but I do think that she, because, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, like, Hannah asked, if, do I think that she, like, really got God's grace? And to like me... Like, accepted it. Accepted like, God's grace. And I think, like, I mean, I... In the end, I think she did because I mean, it's like every because I mean God just kept going after her. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I just I would hope you know that that you know that she did you know. I mean, it doesn't really say like I mean we're obviously just like talking about it. We don't really know, but I I would think she did. I would hope she did. I would hope she did. But that's just the thing is like sometimes you think about people like I have seen God reach for people. Mm-hmm. And reach for people and breathe. Like, he never stops. Like, I have seen God do it over and over and over again. And, like, sometimes some people just really don't. You know what I mean? And, like, that breaks my heart that some people, like, won't forgive themselves or won't forgive what others have done to them. And, like, no. they don't, like, they don't look at all of the awesome mercy and grace that God has for you. And they instead look at, like, what they have done to themselves or what others have done. And they reject, like, the greatest gift because they don't want to let go of the greatest hurt. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. And I just, I really wonder about her. Because, like, you do. Sometimes people finally are like, whoa, God really does love me. And it changes their entire life. Like, they grasp the magnitude of God's grace and it changes their whole entire life. But sometimes people, like, God over and over again reaches for them and they just choose not to. And I think that is a testament to how much God loves us. That he literally knows. In game, he knows whether or not we're going to accept him. But he still reaches for every single one of us. Multiple times, usually. Mm-hmm. So, Like, do you think that Gomer... Like, I mean, I know, like, a lot of people, you know, they get used to that, maybe. Like, used to being reached. Don't have to try, Ooh, you know? Like, they want to be... Like, they... Like, like you know... They know that God is gonna reach for them anyway, so they're gonna go do their thing. Maybe. Oh, that's scary. To like think about. you know, and like I mean, I'm hoping that Gomer didn't do that, but it's like she was human, you know. Yeah. Like, and maybe she was so broken that she, you know, could just couldn't. But I would just have to believe that God has grace and mercy that He would. I don't know. That He would still reach would, for, her and yeah. that He would have love for her. You know what I mean? So it's very interesting. But I do think. If you go off of God's love for Israel, that I would I would like to think that Gomer mm-hmm. did eventually find healing and peace and love in in God and in Hosea. Yeah. But I, can you know what I mean? Because it's like that was a hard, and I'm sure that was hard for Hosea. Like, I'm sure when he was thinking about his bride, he was thinking some like pious little sweetheart, not like you know the harlot down the corner. <laughs> like her, her. <laughs> like she's fine, but her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, oh wait a minute, that would be really that'd be hard to swallow. Has been around the block <laughs> <laughs> a few times. Yeah, like. It's just like crazy to think about. Oh, we have talked about Gomer for quite a bit, I feel like. And that's Gomer, <laughs> the name that we have said eight billion times. Okay, so I thought about next we'd go from like a kind of baddie to like the OG. Like, Ooh. this is literally like. I feel like this is probably the most one. I've heard this my whole life when yeah. I ever tried to be a little bad. My mom was like, okay, Jezebel, <laughs> get yourself together. Anytime I try to put on jewelry, 
mom yes. was like Jezebel. Like for real. Time, even our pastor's wife to this day would be like Jezebel. Like <laughs> if we have something shiny on our shirt or something, you know, like Oh gosh, Sister Hudson said to me, it. I had on um I bought these shoes, which now I'm like, I can't even wear them. Thanks, Sister Hudson. <laughs> but <laughs> I say that with love in my heart. Yeah. I bought these like shoes that had like jewels it was like a sandal but this mm-hmm. like the strap along the toes uh-huh. it's like all like blinged out with all these different jewels They're so beautiful and she was like okay jezebel won't wear it on your neck but you're gonna wear it on your feet huh yeah <laughs> and it was like Dude. okay sister husband <laughs> hearing you loud and clear fine <laughs> no she says that to me because like that's the kind of relationship i feel like that could seem like Harsh to some people, but she does it with love. I just want to preface with that. Like, yeah, for real. She loves us more than anything. Like, literally has done so much for me. Like, I could not tell at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> she can say whatever she wants about my clothing choices. <laughs> so, Jezebel, obviously, we're just going to kind of give you... The first time she's mentioned is in First Kings 16 and 31. But she has over... There are over 77 verses about her in wow. the Bible. So, obviously, like, I don't know. Like, there's just so much you could do. But, like... Like... He marries this lady. She's obviously a foreign lady. She brings in... And, like, her husband is Ahab. Obviously, Israel is already sinning and doing idolatry. But she literally, like, ups the ante and gets them to, like, become hardcore worshipers of Baal. Like, and it, it's just awful. Like, she has all these priests brought in. And she has the people worship. And literally, her husband, Ahab, is, like... Honestly, he kind of seems like a real annoying person. Like... Like a powder. Oh, so weak. But he's so pouty. Like, literally, he wants to take this field from this man. I can't think of his name at the moment. So, forgive me for that. And this guy's like, no, like, this is my my inheritance. I'm not selling this field, which is awesome. Like, he literally was, like, staking his claim on something. He was like, no, like, God gave my family this, and I'm not selling it, which, awesome. So, this man goes home and is pouting because he doesn't get this vineyard. It's like, you own everything, and you need this little vineyard on top of it, and you're going to sit there and simper. And obviously, she's like, what is wrong? Which, I'm, I've been there. You know, when your husband's a little bit moody about something. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, just tell me, please. <laughs> We've all been there. They lovingly do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mine is usually about, like, maybe he's going to buy a gun or something, though. It's not like a vineyard. You want to act that out? <laughs> of how her and Jezebel's No, 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 talk it's <laughs> But literally, she's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Just tell me. And then he's like, I want to buy this field. And he said no. And she's like, oh, just leave it to me. That seems like every time I read that, I'm like, ooh, chilled on my spine. I'm like, this man is in danger. You know what I mean? And she literally, like, sets up a feast in this man's honor and then pays people to lie about this man so that they will stone him. Like, talk about, like, escalating that to a point of no return. Like, she literally takes an innocent man's life so her husband will quit pouting about a field. Wow. It's like, man, that is, that is intense. But she was, like, really awful. And that's not the worst of it. She, like, threatened Elijah a lot. Like, threatened to kill him because yeah. he shamed her her, her god or whatever. Her little g-god. Like, she was a wicked woman. Like, killed so many people. Ruthlessly oh, had no problem with it. And she's such an example of, like, the power you have over... Not over your husband, but, like, you have the ability to influence your husband for good or for evil. Like, you yeah. can help... Help him make the choice. Because I do think sometimes, like, men, men men or women, everybody gets, can get off track. But maybe your husband can be, like, thinking about something or wanting something. That's not necessarily, like, what he needs or what he really should be thinking about. You know what I mean? And it's like, as ladies, we can, like, push them to, like, w- to get what they want. Maybe that they don't necessarily need. Because it, like... 
maybe does stop them from being aggravated or bummed out about something like because it makes our life easier in the moment Mm -hmm. but spiritually is going to bring down our husband in the long run you know what I mean or we have the opportunity to be like hey maybe this isn't the best idea maybe you don't need this and like that can be kind of a hard thing to do you know like in marriage or just in a friendship I'm not even just talking about marriage but that the same thing could apply for a friendship like you could let your friend or your like whoever you're in a relationship with get what they are wanting and help them get something and maybe it's not done in the right means or is something that is really harmful for them because it's easy for you to just do that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's convenient for you, but really in the long run, it's going to be detrimental to that person's soul. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to really be careful with that. Like that we don't, what do you call it? That we don't take the easy way out with our, with our relationships and just let them get away with stuff. No. And I, to me, it, it speaks volumes. I mean, I've seen so many ladies have, like, that use their power for evil. <laughs> you know, like, with their, like, you know, like, with their husbands, you know? Yes. I mean, it just happens. And vice versa with men. Yes. You know, it's just like, I mean, it just, it happens, you know? But I think that, you know, definitely Jezebel used hers for evil. <laughs> oh, know? for sure, for sure. And it's crazy because she really did use... It's sad to me because, like, her body was her currency in a way. Because, like, a lot of times whenever you talk about Jezebel, it's talking about, like, painting her eyelids and stuff. Like, right before she's killed. Because, literally, she dies a gruesome death. Oh, and it is... If brutal. You, if you've read it, it's like... you Like, you're so happy the way she goes. Because she is horrible. It's, like, awful. Like, you're like, oh, this is bad. But also, you're the worst. So, you kind of deserved it. Yeah, but, like, man, like... God really, you know. But he literally prophesied, like, dogs are going to lick up your blood. Like, you're not going to, like, you're not going to have, like, an honorable. No. You're not going to have an honorable death. But, like, literally right before she dies, she knows that there has been, like, a coup. And that her, I think it's her grand, her son is the king at the Mm -hmm. time. And her son has been killed. And this new guy is taking over. I want to say it's Jehu, but I may be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But this man becomes the king. And he, like, rides in. And she knows he's coming, knows her son has been killed. And instead of being, like, sad about that, she literally, like, it says she painted on her face. Like, she put coal on her eyelids and painted her lips. Like, she got herself ready, which I'm like, sis, you are older now. Like, you have grandchildren. You're going to try and, like, seduce this man? I know. Which, maybe she was younger than we're thinking she is. But it's like, that is insane to me. Like, she's just, like, already passed. Yeah. Well, a woman of pride, and she's, like, already, like, oh, like, there's no hope, but I'm going to save myself. Like, she was prepared to make, like, she was, like, going to keep herself safe at whatever the cost. Like, that's what I get from her. And literally, she's going to try and, like, she's like, are you going to come up here and talk to me about it or whatever? And the guy literally is like, who here is going to push this woman off? Like, anybody here want to be done with her? And it literally says two eunuchs, like, shoved her out of a window and she just, like, splats down down the wall, pretty much. Like, very painful. But it's like, I really think about those. Like, I really get tickled every time I read that. Because it's like, you know she gave them so much misery. Like, her slaves, like, they were like, shove, like. Yeah, deuces, Jess. <laughs> like, they were off the end. <laughs> Was it fun? Have a good yeah, trip. I mean, can you imagine, like, the, the pure enjoyment those eunuchs got for, like, doing Oh, that? good lord. Just being you like, know. oops. Like, every, like, every little peon. <laughs> Bye. Like, <laughs> Ding dong. The witch is dead. Yeah. Like, for real, though. It's just so funny, though, because you know she probably just oh dealt those, those boys misery. Just probably. misery. Yeah. But she literally dies, and it says, like, 
dogs like they go like the king literally like sees her fall down goes and eats at this banquet he's like oh i'm king i shall feast now and then he's like oh someone go bury that king's daughter because like he is like okay you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna acknowledge she was like royalty i'm gonna go go bury her and literally when they get back there's like nothing left to her like i think it said like her skull and her hands and feet were left like just absolutely like gone in moments and it's like I'm hoping she, like, for maybe, like, I don't know, like, I want to be like, I'm hoping for your sake you, like, dead on impact, but oh my word, if not, he, he, like, dogs came up and ate you, honey. That's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But she did horrible things throughout her life, and I think that's such a good point that it's like, it doesn't matter how much you scheme, how much you try, how much you try and, like, get your way and finagle through life, like, lying about people and stepping over people like it doesn't matter how much power you think you have acquired like if god is gonna push you out a window like not like really push you out of a window but if god does not want you in that position or you have stolen someone for some that from someone who rightfully deserves it when god is ready to move that person in he will get you out and it will be in a humbling way like you're not going to be able to get by on just just like your vanity and your your smarts, like you gotta and have. God sees everything. Yes, like he does. Nothing ever. That's what we don't understand. Like God, like sees everything. Like He knows every. You know, like yes. So it's like it doesn't matter what you've done or whatever. I'm not trying to make this like a be warned. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, dun dun dun. But it's like, I mean, He does, and like, and it, like nothing goes unnoticed with Him. Like we're gonna have to answer for that. Yes. Which scares me to death. <laughs> but that's why I'm thankful for Mercy and Grace. But, like, yeah. if you think about it, she lived longer. Like, she outlived her husband. She, her grands, or her son was the king. So, she felt safe. Like, she felt like she was good. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But God did not forget what he had said oh, about contrary. her. He was just waiting and when, for and the what time. God says, he means. And it will come to pass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it will come to pass. Yes. <laughs> so scary. Okay. So, I think next we will talk about... Delilah. <laughs> did anyone ever listen to that radio show? Like me and Candy, obviously. Did. She was like such a soothing voice. 99.1. I didn't do it correctly. Do you remember whenever uh, she did a VeggieTales episode? Yes. It's like kind of funny. A lady named Delilah was in VeggieTales. <laughs> also, who would name their child Delilah? For real. Like, and if there's anyone that's named Delilah, listen to this. <laughs> maybe email us and let us know what your parents' thought process was. <laughs> like... It does have a sweet meaning. It means the dainty one. So she was obviously like a little a little cutesy thing yeah, with Mr. Buff Samson. She was horrible. <laughs> she was, well, okay. She was horrible. She did horrible things. But I wonder, did she love him at first? Because when it talks about, like Delilah is first mentioned in Judges 16, and it's like 16 through 22 is when you kind of like hear about her. Uh-huh. But it talks about how they met and fell in love and were together. And then eventually, these elders of Philistine uh-huh. came to her and were like, we want you to see if you can get this man to break and figure out what his secret was. You know what I mean? Like, we want you to find out really what's going on here and we'll pay you for it. So, this lady, obviously, like, maybe she did care about him in the beginning. Maybe mm-hmm. there was something there. But not so much that she wasn't willing to sell him out. So, it's just kind of interesting. Like, I wonder what made her think, like, oh, yeah, it's worth it to lose this. Like, 
was she never serious about him? Like, was there... Because to me, it seems... And obviously, he did genuinely care about this woman. Like, that he just kept on... Like, I'm really... I'm amazed. Like, three times, she tricks this guy. Like, three times, she's like, Oh, tell me what your secret to your strength is. Like, I just want to know. Like, maybe the first time, I'll give him, like, Yeah, they're together. You trust this person. But the moment that she tried to weaken you and brought in people to, like, weaken you... How could you possibly think? How could you trust her? How could you keep doing it? But also, I don't know. I just I know what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> the power of seduction. Like it literally is. Like, man, like women have so much. You know, it's like ooh. To some degree, they can have a yeah, lot of power I mean, in some I mean, ways. Yes, for real. But it's just like. But it's like their power of influence. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes, like. You really do. I always think of Big Fat Greek Wedding like, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. And she can turn the head any way she wants. You know what I mean? Like, you really can get a guy. Like, you can convince him to do things. You know what I mean? Like, you can nag them. Honestly, that's like for real. Like, I nagged my husband into shaving off that mustache. It took a a good week. For the better part of humanity. Oh, for real. For real. He literally, everybody, like, okay, Groucho Marx. Okay, Mario. Okay, you got a caterpillar on your face. Like, so many. And he's like, I could see him. He was looking in the mirror. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to keep it. And it was like, all of those comments. Do you know what these people look like that they're comparing you to? Don't keep it. Don't do it. No. Oh, man. Like, he did it just because. Oh, he did it because I hated it. I know yeah. he didn't. He's like, I'm going to prove a point. Yeah. Fallon would just look at him like, why is my dad <laughs> covered in this? Like, what is going on? Where's my dad? <laughs> like i'm so sorry but there's like one maybe two like i would say like tom Selleck and sam elliott and that's it <laughs> like oh tommy there are very few people that can rock a mustache yeah. i just it don't happen for most people no. so if you are a guy that's listening and you have one like unless your nose is very pointed if you have a round nose at all shave it just shave it man i'm just <laughs> i'm saying it because i care you know what i mean like, I would also tell a girl, if you have a very round no- nose, don't part your hair down the middle, because you're just directly pointing. <laughs> don't grow mustache. <laughs> that, too. Y'all don't grow mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm done talking about mustaches, obviously. No, Back to Delilah. Yeah. But, like, it's just really interesting, because she she literally gets him to, like, at first he's joking. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a, like... He was like, oh, like, I'm just going to get her. Like, I'm going to prank her a little bit. Like. You know how couples are. (laughs) You know, when they completely plot your demise and try and take from you the one good thing you have. Normal couple stuff. (laughs) Not. (laughs) But, like, really. he, He, like, kept doing it. And it's like, after you tested her and you know that she is willing to, like, cut your throat. Yeah. Number one, why are you still with this woman? Run. <laughs> Sammy, we need to talk about your love for toxic things. Like, <laughs> there wasn't a good Jewish girl you could settle down with. Like, have some babies, some bambinos. <laughs> for real, though. Like, I feel so bad for his mama. Like, the stress dude, that woman had to be under. Because she was like... That's like her, like, they, she only gave him, like, what he was allowed to eat. Like... You know what I'm saying? That woman's been her whole life trying to get yeah. him to avoid all this stuff. Yeah. And he's uh, just going to go catting around. I just make me understand. But also, we could also tag in to like, just give your babies to God and they'll, you know. Eventually <laughs> kill a million Philistines and kill themselves in the process. I mean, he was saying at the end. So, I mean. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I really think that 
I think he was just defeated and wanted to go. Like, I think, honestly, God could have got... Like, I mean, he killed a thousand people with a jawbone. He could have taken out those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I just think he was ready to be done, and God gave him that mm-hmm. mercy to let him, because like... He had no eyes. <laughs> like, I ain't got no eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no legs. <laughs> I mean, he uh, just got nothing. Like, just... I guess so. I don't know. But maybe like eyeless would have been good for him. He wouldn't have like been seeing all these tasty ladies. He could have really, like, could have really honed in with the Lord. Well, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. He was just ready to go. Anyway, this is not about Samson. This is about Delilah. Yeah, sorry. but I just wonder like, do you think she regretted it after she did it? Like I always know like those like I know we had the Bible movie and it's like in the Bible movie, she like came to him and felt bad about it. Like she kind of like had a little repentance to her. But I wonder, did she, or was she just like taking a great actress, I don't like know. taking that coin and going on, like <laughs> deuces? Was she died there too? But how sad is that? Again, it just proves like money is not everything, power is not everything. Even with all that, she ended up dead. Like, what what good was it to get that money? Because in the end, she died. Like after betraying someone who obviously really cared about her. But that really is insane. Like he just kept doing it. You know what I mean? Like fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. <laughs> or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, <laughs> shame on me. Mm-hmm. Fool me three Christ. times, you are a real fool, bro. <laughs> like, that's yeah, a lot. Get it together. But it's just crazy. But then I think, like, I guess if you really love someone, like, I have nagged Augustine to, like, do something. You know what I mean? Like, to the point that he's what? like, oh, my God, fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got all day, bro. <laughs> we can do this all day. I'm like, oh, please, please, please. <laughs> Don't do it. And he's just kind of like, you know what? <laughs> you annoying chicken. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Why gotta be a chicken? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was thinking like like clucky hen. I don't know. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I guess that's... like squawking about. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a better word for it. Maybe I just don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just crazy that she really did like she brought this dude down. She did. So we gotta be careful with the influence we have. If a guy likes you, be careful that you're not influencing him to do bad things. Like be careful the power that you wield. So we're down to two. Should mm. we do Old Testament and then New Testament or New Testament and Old Testament? You decide. I say old and new. Okay. All right. So our last one is, I'm sure you've already guessed it. If you're thinking about baddies of the Bible, Bathsheba. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, how aptly named was she that her greatest downfall came from a bathing? From a bath. Trying to be clean. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Trying to be clean and got real dirty real fast. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. They just keep coming to me. So Bathsheba can be found in first or second, not first Samuel, second Samuel, eleven and twelve, and first Kings one and two. So that is where she is found. Mm-hmm. Obviously, most of us are familiar. Mm-hmm. Bathsheba was the wife of Uriah, a soldier for David, and then David was the king, mm-hmm. and he saw Bathsheba bathing on the roof. And you know what happened next. Yep. He decided to just call her right to the palace and make her his own. <laughs> but, you know, we give her such a hard time. Yeah, I really feel like we're pretty, I don't know, shamey of her. Yeah, but, like you said before, like, did she really have a choice, though? The power dynamics involved with that. Like, like we're immediately like, oh, how dare she? But it's like, how are you going to tell the king no? Like, no, I love my husband. Like, I mean, I'm but sure also, she did. could you say, like, yo, I love my husband? No. 
to a king? I don't I'm just know. Asking, like, I don't know. I to me that's like a position of power. Like that's too that's too much power. He had too much power over her for her to just be like, no. You know what I mean? Which maybe God would have honored that and King David would have repented. So I mean, yeah. maybe there is to that. But maybe she was fearful. And it's like we always go back, everyone's always like, Well then why was she bathing on the roof? And it's like, but also how could have she just been a bathing? Yeah. Like, and he just was being kind of a creeper. I mean, like, yeah. I love David. Actually, it was kind of like in the middle of the day. Yeah, maybe. People well, maybe thinking they were going to be gone. I know, broad daylight. Maybe that was bad. Maybe she was. You just don't know. Like, I wish we could get her perspective on it. You know what I mean? Because it's like. <laughs> what were you thinking? This <laughs> like, like, were you trying to seduce this man? Like, were you lonely because your husband was away? Or yeah. were you just bathing and didn't think about it? Like, I just really do wonder. Like, I feel like all of us immediately go to, like. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, you know? she knew what she was doing. <laughs> but I just do wonder, like, was she was she complicit in this, or was she, like, was she a victim? <laughs> I don't know. That I mean, it's a very good point. Like, I just I wonder, like, if she was innocent. I mean, you know, I mean, like, could she have just been taking a bath? Yeah, like we or, will never know. I guess, or like, and him just be like, yo. <laughs> Come to the belt. I've seen it. I want it. I liked it. I got it. You know. (laughs) I feel so bad for her husband though. Like, have you ever seen that thing? Field of battle. Yeah, fourth of very man that steals his wife. (laughs) Have you ever seen that meme? And it's like a man like mean mugging someone. It's like your eye when he sees David in heaven too. Oh, I would be salty about that. (laughs) Like, really, God, this man kills me. (laughs) You're gonna let him in? Yeah. Hold up, God. Not that I'm saying. I mean, you are the all-powerful judge. Yeah. Let's just take a minute. But honestly, do you think... I feel bad for Uriah. Like, that dude, he got he got it done dirty. <laughs> do you think he okay. knew? Like, I know the, a really interesting book on this is The Lineage of Grace, which it portrays her as she knew what she was doing. She wanted David. I don't know how I know this. I want to say maybe... Maybe it's not even a fact. Maybe I just made it up. But, like, wasn't, like, Uriah, like not very strong kind of like and they put him on the front lines anyway no it's not that he wasn't strong but it was the front lines is just like literally they said put him on the front lines and then have everyone else pull back so it was like david killed uriah but there were other men that were killed too it was like four or five so it's like we talk about mainly uriah but it was like he sacrificed several innocent people to cover up this sin yeah which god did not let stay hidden and it's just like you feel so bad for this lady because literally like she gets pregnant could you imagine the fear oh man the fear so she tells him and like she obviously tries to get her husband to come home to her and he won't do it so i wonder like did he know and was proven a point or was he just like, was he just that loyal to David that he was, like, not going to do it? I've always wondered, like, was that a political move or was that, was that, like, him being, like, in your face, I know the truth or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just always, I'm always been curious. Like, that, it's a really interesting because, like, you don't really know, like, what they knew. You just know the facts of what, what was done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's sad to think about. But, like, even if, regardless, God saw good in her because... God chose her son. Like, David had a bajillion wives, and he wanted Bathsheba's son to be the one to rule. Like, he chose Solomon, which was the child that after they lost their child in miscarriage, and then the next child, Solomon, was the one that 
God chose to rule over it. And so it's interesting to think, like, God must have saw good in her heart. You know what I mean? Like, she must have eventually became a good lady. And obviously, she listened to the man of God. Like, she had a relationship with Nathan. Like, not a relationship, but like a spiritual relationship yeah. with Nathan the prophet. Enough to the point that he could advise her and she asked of him what to do. Or, like, could it have been? And I don't like, quote me. But, like, because of their, like, their sin, like, God didn't grant them to have a child. Like, no. What do you mean? Like, didn't she miscarry the first kid? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. the first kid miscarried because yeah. of their sin, and then God let them get pregnant a second time yeah. with Solomon. I think, actually, they may have had four kids. Yeah. I don't, don't quote me on that. But I think there was four, four sons from them. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, to me, like, their sin was dealt with. No, yeah, no, it was. It was dealt with. And I think there's nothing, I can't even imagine as a mama losing your baby. That's what oh hurts God, me so hard, because yeah. it's like... For her, that must have been devastating. Because yeah. it doesn't mention that her and Uriah had any kids that I know of. No. So, that was like her first baby and to lose it. In the midst of all of that shame, like, Good you Lord. would have to be... Like, that would be so horrible. And probably she was not treated very well by the other wives because of the way she joined. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's really interesting to think, like, how she did eventually change. Actually, like, according to... Some scholars, they believe that Proverbs 31 was actually written from her perspective and that she advised that to Solomon, like, when looking for a bride, this is what you should be looking for. And so he eventually wrote this down as, like, what a godly woman was, you know, like a virtuous woman. So it's kind of interesting to note that, like, she eventually got to the point where she was, like, trying to warn them, you know what I mean, like, what to really look out for and what to really look for in a lady. So, I really think she's one of, like, the only baddies that... I think, actually, she's one of the only ones that we're mentioning today that actually repented and had, like, a, a hopeful ending. Because a lot of these really gruesome ends, you know? Yeah. So, it's just kind of kind of interesting to see and see what God did, you know? Mm-hmm. So, she really is proof that, like... And think about that. Like, what a stage. Like, such a public stage for your sin to happen. Dude. But for you to eventually have a victorious life. So, that's just a reminder. Maybe you're listening and you have made some big mistakes. Like, maybe you have done some wild stuff and everybody knows about it. Maybe your business is all over. I have no idea who listens to this. So, <laughs> if I feel like I'm speaking to you, it's, it's the Lord. It's not me. Yeah. But maybe you are. And maybe you have fallen. Maybe you have done some stuff. And everybody has talked about it. And... It was embarrassing and bad, but that does not have to be the way your story ends. Like, no. God does not leave you there. Like, you don't have to stay in that. You can get forgiveness, get grace, get mercy, and go on and do awesome things from there. Like, she raised awesome children for the Lord. Solomon was literally the wisest man who ever lived, like, mm-hmm. pretty much. And she helped raise him. You know what I mean? Like, that was her child. So, it's like, you can do good things. Like, you can start awesome things. Like, you can still have a ministry if you have fallen, like... Your story does not have to lie where your sin is. Like, God doesn't want your story to end with your past. He wants it to be what your future has in store for you. So, just really know, like, there is nothing too hard for God to overcome. Like, your past is not something that God takes into account whenever he is working on your future. Like, he's got good for you. So, don't feel like, oh, I've gone too far. Or everyone knows that I've sinned. I can't come back from it. Like, you can do awesome things still. It's good stuff awesome that god does that for us i'm so thankful for that all right so our very last one is new testament talking about a dynamic duo a terrible dynamic duo Mm -hmm. well it's actually a man and woman it was a husband and wife ananias and sapphira or sapphira they are found in acts 5 verses 1 through 11 
so this is a very, she has a very, like, I mean, this to me is one of the only times in the New Testament where God has a harsh judgment. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it's like one of the last times you see, like, harsh punishment coming from God. Like, just, like, into the line, like, boom, harsh punishment. Yeah. So, obviously, maybe you know the story, maybe you don't. I'm telling you right now, hearing this as a small child made me very so positive. So scared. <laughs> Well, that I was never going to lie about my... Well, I was never going to lie about my offering. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeesh. So scary. So, Safira and her husband, like, at the time, everyone was selling their land. Like, they were all... They, they thought Jesus was going to come back, like, pretty much, like, within the year. Like, they were thinking, like, oh, he said, like, before this generation passes away, like, heaven will come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they were all, like, selling their land, selling their earthly goods. Pulling it together and helping each other and living off land. It was very much like a, uh, I don't want to say, it wasn't socialist. But they were like not, they were like all just helping each other out. You know what I mean? And so it was not required. They weren't making you do this. It was if you felt to do it, you could. So Ananias and Sapphira have this property or this home like they have goods. And they sell it. And then they decide that they are going to withhold some of it for themselves mm-hmm. and they're like you know what we are going to give to the church but we're gonna withhold some of this from ourselves, and we're just gonna say that this is the full profit from it mm-hmm. and it's crazy to me because it's like they could have just said like we sold our home we're keeping some of it for ourselves, but some of this is for the church like i don't feel like god would have begrudged that but the fact that they went in with mm-hmm. pride and greed and lied to the Holy Ghost. Like, that's what Peter says. Like, you lied to the Holy Ghost. You thought you could lie to God. And you can't do that. And he, and literally, first the husband goes in and does it. And he's like, you have lied to the Holy Ghost. And, like, you're going to die for your sin. And literally, the man drops dead. His wife comes in. Peter gives her a chance to tell the truth. She doesn't know her husband is dead yet. And she she continues. And she's like, oh, yes. Like, that's the full profit from it. And he's like, we've just buried your husband. And now we're going to bury you. And this woman drops dead. Drops dead. Mm. It is insane. Like it's just like the harsh, like the quick, like the the quick judgment. But obviously, God looked at their hearts and saw that they had like corrupt hearts. Like if God, mm. to me, like if it's like New Testament, Holy Ghost has been given, and they are, God's like you're gone. Like God must have saw there was not good in their heart at all, no. and that they couldn't come back from it. Yeah, I so mean, it's or, or they never would have repented. But it's crazy because it's like she is, they were like the, obviously they were a married couple and they probably were like well to do in the church. Like mm-hmm. they obviously had a little bit of money. So they were, you know what I mean? Like they probably had a little bit of influence. And it's just proof that like just because you have like a quote unquote perfect marriage and you have everything together, like that still doesn't give you an exempt, like that doesn't exempt you from lying to God. Like if you're no. lying or living a lie, like. God is going to see that and he mm-hmm. knows it and he's going to take that into account. So yeah. we really have to be so careful that we're not like being so prideful or so greedy that we would lie to God about what we're giving. <clears throat> I think to me, that's like the biggest thing about giving is like, God wants us to just be like humble about it and honest with him. Like, you know what I mean? Like he wants us to tithe. Like, obviously that's biblical and stuff like that. But like, if you want to give an offering above that, like, I don't think you should lie about it. Like just give what you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For real. And, I mean, she's proof that you can act like you have it all together, but, like, 
be corrupt and like nasty inside, you know, like, yeah. like everyone thought they were, I'm sure everyone thought they were like awesome, you know, like a, a good couple, you yeah. know, it just proves that like we, like we only see the outside. Yeah. Like we only see like the, what people portray for you to see. Yes. But God sees the truly the inner man, like, Ooh. you know, and it's like, that's so scary. That should be scarier than what people see. I mean, you know, like yes. acting like, you know, that you got it together. But like, to me, that should be scarier that God can see what you are because, oh God, that just, that's chill. scary. It is like, and to me, to us, it's like, oh, well, he's God. Like he's merciful. Yeah. But he's also, God also has lost his temper. You know? Yes. And like, he's, I mean, clearly what he did to them. Like, I mean, don't he, think he you're don't, above reproach. Around, yeah. No, know? he don't. Like, I mean, especially when, like, you are supposed to be full of the Holy Ghost and you, you know, you just trying to play it around. Like, that just, yeah. yeesh, you know. God sees it all. Mm-hmm. He knows. So, I feel like we kind of ended on a dark note. I know. Maybe we should have ended with Bathsheba. Because I yeah, feel like I she was very hopeful. Yeah, she was. <laughs> and then we're like, never mind you guys, God sees it all, you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> but I feel like this was a good variety, like, yeah. of some really bad ones and a... Yeah. Mostly really bad ones. See, we didn't give you all bad. <laughs> we gave you Bathsheba. And yeah. Maybe Gomer? Gomer's like a question mark. Yeah, I'd say she's like, like neutral. You don't yeah. know if she ended up reforming or not. Like, no. you hope you, you hope she did, but you don't know for sure. No. So, I hope you guys like this. If you did, let us know. Because I would like to do this. Like, these are my favorite kind. Because yeah. I love... I feel like people think the, that the Bible is so boring. But there is so no, much interesting stuff so in the Bible. Tea. I mean, like, obviously, I know it's like all gossip. Like, but, you know, there's you just know what good I mean? stuff. Like, if you are the person that looks at all the Facebook comments, like, the Bible is for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole Turn book of pages. Facebook comments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much stuff. I'm in the middle of, like, First and Second Kings right now. And good grief. It's like... Game of Thrones or something up in there. Like it's like everybody's killing everybody. <laughs> but literally, I'm like, oh, and they've been killed. <laughs> like, and a new person is king because oh look, five days they were king, they've been killed. Like it's just <laughs> insane. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So I hate that I compared the battle to Game of Thrones. I think I've done that before. God forgive me, because like obviously you teach lessons terrible. from that. It's not like violence for violence sake. No. Anyway. So <laughs> We hope that we you could be encouraged from this. And maybe just, like, it made you think. Like, have yeah. I ever done something? Have you ever been in the position, like, have you ever put yourself in the position to be a Delilah? To, like, manipulate or nag a man in your life to do something that they shouldn't. To, like, mm. let down on their standards. Like, have you ever tried to get someone to do something wrong because you wanted to have power? Like, have you ever liked someone you weren't supposed to like and tried to maybe woo them when you weren't supposed to. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so like, sad. what have you done? Have you ever, I don't think you, um, I hope nobody's ever had to prostitute themselves in this podcast, but <laughs> have you ever like left God's love when you know that you had it good? Like, yeah. I think in some way you can find yourself, maybe not to the degree. No, but I think you could find yourself in each story and maybe not the extent of them, Yeah, but trying sure. to get power or, like, just, I mean, I know I'm guilty, you know, of, like, you know, you know, leaving and coming back, like, a long time ago. Like, you know, yeah. that, like, we're all, like, all of us are, you know, guilty of that, you know. Well, the guy from Third Day was right. We are all Gomer. <laughs> we are. Like, you know, it's just, I mean, ew, you know, I mean, like, have you, I mean, can, I mean, we can all kind of see ourselves in each. Each story. Maybe not 
I mean, at least one story, maybe. I'm really hoping not in Jezebel, because yeah, that woman was, that was the worst. Yeah, she never, she didn't come back from that, people. Like, <laughs> she's not coming back from yeah, that at all. Back, no, never. So, we hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. And let us know if you liked it. That way we can do another one. Yeah, DM us on Insta. So, yeah, there's so, so many other baddies of the Bible. Yeah, we had like a whole list and we just like pared it down. Maybe we could do like girls and then do like guys, like baddie guys of the Bible maybe. Yeah, for real. I would like to do like bad a... boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you could also email us at we are besties for the resties. We have yet to get a single email, but I'm hoping one day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Emails and let us know if you feel like yeah. it. So anyway, until next time. Well, that's a wrap on this week's show. We hope you tune in again next Thursday. Until next time, I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. And we are besties for the resties. Thank you.